do you know that in my 36 years of life, there's three times that I've told that story to its entirety. And this was the most detail that I've ever went in. Ladies, grab your coffee, stilettos, and hop on the Hot Mess Express. Welcome back, everyone, to the Hot Mess Express. We are going to be talking a little bit about domestic violence today and then going over some some tough emotions and how, how we deal with them, what we need to do, and just kind of going back and, and taking a look at a couple of our last episodes and kind of give you some feedback from my end on what goes through my head um, and how that kind of rolls into um, the month of October, which is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. How the hell do you relive your trauma, get up, and then proceed to, to go about your day? I've, I've had to figure out how to compartmentalize a lot of those things. So hopefully I can help you guys learn how to, you know, talk about it and figure out how to get back up and continue about your day. In that episode, it's really hard to get up every day knowing that certain things trigger you, certain things will kind of bring your mind back to that day, that night, that hour, that minute, that second. So for me, it's more about, okay, what are the positive things, you know? And if I'm triggered, if I am in a moment where I find myself going back, it's easy to go, nope, where am I right now? Right. That's how I learned how to compartmentalize a lot of things is staying in the, the now. For me, it's not easy some days. Some, some days you feel like you're in a dark hole and you don't want to say anything. You don't want to do anything. You don't want to be with anybody. You just kind of want to sit by yourself. And that's a lot of people. Honestly, it is. It's a lot of people. So for all of those people that feel like those are the days that you live in, you have to remember to bring yourself back to the present. You don't have to relive whatever happened. You don't have to sit there and, and think to, in your mind and, and go over how you felt or, or what happened or who it was. You have to bring yourself back to the present and say, okay, where am I? Because right now I survived, I'm a survivor, and I have this going for me, I've got this going for me, I've got this going for me. Point out all the good things and the positive things in your life, and then look in the mirror and say, I am beautiful. I am beautiful. My insecurities of being a good agent, being a good mom, like which insecurities are you talking about? He says, all of them. Do you know where they come from? I said, through all of my counseling, through all of my therapy sessions, 
all the talks that I've had, it all goes back to two things, two people. Well, a couple more than two people, but now I love my parents. And I will not say that my parents caused a lot of this. However, my parents, my parents always pushed me to be kind of better. Oh, that one's rough. Um, so my dad actually visited here a couple weeks ago and it was, oh man, you want to talk about stressful. So I was stressed, anxious. I, I was going crazy and a really, really phenomenal mentor of mine said, stop. You already broke the cycle. And I went, whoa, hold on a second. And it, and, and at that moment, that conversation brought me back to that episode. And I said, you're right. I did break the cycle, right? I, I did break the cycle because I don't treat my kids certain ways. And I'm not going to say I don't treat my kids and I don't raise my kids like my parents raised me because that's not fair. Okay. It's not fair to compare yourself to your parents and how they raised you. Different generations, different feelings, different emotions, different kids. Everything's different about it. So, but that is what breaking the cycle means. The way that you're raised and the way that you are parented by your your mom and your dad sticks with you. And so you don't know any other way than to parent how they did because that's how you grew up and you in your mind think I grew up just fine and I say that all the time I grew up just fine right but that's not fair to them because they're and, and this is something I didn't realize until uh, I was having that conversation how are your parents parented so do I ask my mom and my dad, how were you raised? I don't need to. I already know, standing from the outside looking in, how they were raised because that's how they raised me. I was drugged and raped um, as a game. So essentially, two guys decided that they were going to bet which one could drug me quicker. And essentially which one was going to win and the loser had to tattoo the other one's face um on their butt do you know that in my 36 years of life there's three times that i've told that story to its entirety and this was the most detail that i've ever went in it said, every time you talk about your trauma, you relive it and you bring up all of those emotions. And it's taken a lot for me to be able to bring those up and then talk about it and walk away and still have a good day. But you don't have to relive your trauma. And that is something that I learned that is it going to be on my mind 
Sure. Will I, be, will I be a little bit more on edge for the day? Sure. However, I control my life. Part of, part of domestic violence awareness is you, you look at it and it says, stop the silence, right? Stop the silence, speak up. Stop the violence, stop the silence, speak up. Part of speaking up is realizing that you now are taking control back. At that moment, and, and however long it happened, you are giving control to that person, that, that time, that situation, and you're letting it sit. You're compartmentalizing it in the front of your brain. And instead of saying, no, m this is my life, my emotions, my feelings, we let it overtake. And that's part of, as a human, that's part of how a lot of us cope. Death is the same way. Um, breakups, marriage, fights, divorce, the whole nine yards. A lot of us take that and we, we shove it down, but we don't realize that we keep it in the forefront so that everything that happens throughout the day is just one more tick of bad things, bad this, bad that. You don't have to. So my advice to people in situations where you, you hear, I don't want to talk about it because it brings that all up, bring it up, grab a hold of that and say, it happened, but I'm going to get through it. Grab it like, just, you know, grab the bull by the horns, right? And hold on to it and say, now I'm in control. A tactic that I used to use is, you know, one of those stress balls. And my counselor says, every time you think about it, just squeeze it. And it triggers your mind to remember and remind yourself, I'm in control. I took control back of my life. Now, listening to myself say it out loud, I get a little choked up. My heart's racing because it's new for me, right? Because I don't talk about it. It's something that I kept hidden for ages. But now with going through and realizing some of these things that I can do to stop my emotions from sliding downhill is no. It is no longer something that holds me back. It is no longer something that defines me. I define myself. What I do in life and, and where I'm at and how I've gotten through things, that's what defines me. Not what happened to me that was so negative that it destroyed me for that many years. So, you know, this month, again, being Domestic Violence Awareness Month, I encourage you guys to 
sit down. And if you are a survivor of domestic violence, or if you're in a relationship that is really bad, mental and emotional is just as bad, or if not worse, than physical abuse. Mental and emotional is just as bad, if not worse, than physical abuse. And I repeat myself because a lot of times people like to say, but he really loved me. He really loves me. Okay, is that how love is supposed to look? Is that how love is supposed to feel? If you can look at yourself in the mirror and say, if my daughter or my son were dating somebody that were doing that or married to somebody that was doing that to them, what would I do? If you can't look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'd support him 100%, then you know damn well you need, you need to get out. You need to speak up. There's so many avenues that you can, you can reach out to. But like I said, grabbing, grabbing the bull by the horns, take control of your life back, can take control of your emotions. I tell my kids how you feel, how you react, how you react to something that somebody says or somebody does is your choice. Do not allow somebody to make that choice for you or dictate how you can and cannot feel. Nobody's in control of that other than you. So if you can tell your kids that, you need to be able to do it too, right? We, we tell, I mean, just like a boss... I'm not going to tell my staff to do something that I wouldn't be willing to do. And in the military, it was the same thing. It doesn't matter what rank you are. You better be able to dig a hole like the rest of them. Clean your weapons like the rest of them. You know, hike with the rest of them with whatever on your back. It doesn't matter. If you're going to preach it, do it. I appreciate you guys listening for more information, more reels, more crazy stories into my crazy hot mess of a life. Hop on my Instagram. It's the hot mess express H O T T the hot mess express. Thanks for listening guys. I'll see you next time.